to Everything's a Great Idea When We're High. And I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm the other host, Adam Danger. I'm tired, but I'm here. Alive. Are you smoking? Um, this is either strawberry cheesecake or cake pop. I don't mm. remember. They both sound good. And I wanted to bring one of those papers, those cute papers that uh, my friend mm. gave me. But uh, I only rolled one last night, and then we smoked it, and then I forgot this morning. I'm like, damn it, I was gonna roll a cute joint. They are cute. What is it? They're the kawaii. How do you say it? Are you trying to say kawaii? That's it. Cute. That means cute in Japanese. Yeah. I can't say it right. Kawaii. <laughs> kawaii. Kawaii. Could it be better if you saw it written? No, because I have a book with it written. Oh, on it. that's that's how you know the word. I just never heard it said. So I'm like, don't. No, it's super. They're super. I am smoking some Obama today. Oh, nice. So I'm gonna be super chatty. I found out this one makes me super chatty, super like ready to do something. Just like Obama. Yeah. Ready to ready to go. Change. Hope and change. Like, hope and change. Hope and change. Do you want it? Do you want to talk about the fingernail thing? It's up to Yeah, let's talk about that. Because, talk about that. because I was inspired. I so. love it. Well, first of all, they're awesome colors. Green and black. Always rocking. And I did my toenails too, so and one one whole foot is green and the other foot is black. I mean my toenails, not my entire foot. <laughs> I was gonna be like, um uh, <laughs> were we you in did, Antarctica recently? You did it wrong. <laughs> Gangrene and what's yeah. the hypothermia and Yeah, I, I got it all. That's what would happen. <laughs> to me probably like i would be the one to get every single thing you can possibly get right when you're out in the cold Same. on a mountain so yeah the reason you bring that up is my youngest is five and he's in his last year of preschool he's getting ready for kindergarten and he's always loved having his toenails painted it's just our thing we go to this nail salon together he'll get a little pedicure while i get mine it's really cool twice in his little blip of a life he has asked to have his hands his fingernails painted. I'm fine with it, I don't care. So last weekend I painted his nails for him and he picked out gold for his nails. And it's like super subtle actually, but it, it's a really cool color. And then he picked red for his toenails. Nice. And because he goes to school, he can't wear like open toed shoes and show off his toes or anything. So nobody really knows at school that he has his toenails done all the time. Yeah. So I happen to be in the classroom because it's Teacher's Appreciation Week and my little PTA self has been in that building so much. It's unbelievable. So I was in the, happened to be in his classroom at the moment. One of the little cherubs, I don't know what else to call Angels. them. Oh my God. Savages saw Leland showing his teacher his fingernails. Like he was so proud and she was so happy for him. The teacher's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. That's really a cool color. Not making a big deal out of it, but complimenting him. And one of the little cherubs comes over and says, ew, nail polish is for girls. Why are you doing that? And he he looked at me and before he could even look all the way at me, I was like, nope, you're wrong. Nail polish has no gender. Nail polish is for everyone. I said, color has no gender. Nail polish has no gender. Hair has no gender. Stop. And luckily the teachers did immediately like, so the teachers were on my side. They totally were like, yeah, no, anybody can have their nails painted. It's fine, you know, which was reassuring. And I I thought everything was gonna be okay. Leland went about his day like nothing, gave me a big hug and kiss goodbye and it was fine. And then he came home that night and he was like, mommy, can you take my nail polish off? And my heart fucking broke because he was so excited. He was so happy. I was like, dude, why? Dude, why do you want to take your nail polish off? It's like, ah. We'll call her Lizard. (laughs) Lizard said, I used animal names instead of actual people names. Yeah, that's good. Lizard said, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I know I was there, but she was wrong, sweetie. It's okay. You don't have to listen to everybody. Not everybody knows everything, especially when you're five years old. You don't know anything. Like you're, you're, you're just learning all these things. I said, you know, maybe, maybe she just never saw a boy wear nail polish before and just didn't know that it was okay. And he was like, okay, mom. 
but I think I want to take it off. I said, let's give it a couple of days. Let's not do it right away. It was let's, a Friday. This was Monday. Oh, right, Monday. So, like, he went to school Monday, so it was Monday night. I was like, let's give it at least two days and see how you feel. Let's not rush into this. He's like, okay, mom. So he did, he hasn't brought it back up, but it was just wonderful. It's now Friday. He hasn't said anything about it. He's still on. It's still, still showing off to people when he sees somebody he hasn't seen yet this week. Look at my nails. Like he's still proud of it. But my backup plan was if he did bring it up that he wanted to take it off, I was going to have my husband let me paint his nails, which he would in a heartbeat. He's done it before. <laughs> yeah. He's the type when I was in beauty school, he let me give him little pedicures with designs on his toenails and everything once a week, just so I could practice and write it off that I did it. He would absolutely be like, yeah, sure. Here paint my nails he'd probably say do them blue to match my uniform so it blends in but yeah. <laughs> whatever great color for nails and then it was really cool because i went yesterday and got my mani petty my monthly treat and leland loves when i get mine done too because he, he'll critique them and tell me how good they did or so i got mine done yesterday and i didn't say anything to him i wanted to see if he was still paying attention to the world around him he sure enough he got in the car he wasn't even in the car five seconds mommy your nails look so pretty like mm-hmm. i was like okay this hasn't it really hasn't affected him at all i mean that was probably that's probably the first person who said anything yeah. negative to his face right no oh okay because as the world knows my kyle goes to his biological father's yeah. on the weekend and he's not the most accepting person in the world and one of the times the first time that leland had his toes painted red kyle said something like before that he was picking like black or green or blue boy colors yeah like <laughs> stereotypical boy colors and then one day he wanted red because red is his favorite color and the first time he had them red kyle's like you shouldn't wear red that's really like that looks like girl's feet and he looked up at him and he's like he was three maybe and he just looks at kyle and he goes girl's feet look the same as boy feet <laughs> i'm like fuck yeah like you are so not wrong. That's, That's the true. best comeback that he, and like I said, he had to have been maybe three. And I was just, I was so proud of him that day. I was really hurt that this kind of like bummed him out for a couple hours, but I think he's totally over it. I think he's moved on and next week it'll be a different color. Here's my theory. My theory is that, so with Kyle, he kind of expects Kyle to be mean sometimes. You're right. Like, like if No, you're thing. definitely right. But this other person be considered someone who's always nice to him or maybe even a friend. So that really shook him more than it would Kyle, who they have that already, those tendencies to pick at each other. Yeah, you're right. But Kyle's dad has not to Leland said things, but he's said things to me. And I just, I roll my eyes and walk away. I don't even respond. I just, for the best. You've seen my, uh, it broke, but my fucking rainbow pinwheel that I had in my yard for like two years. I have Yeah, the last real bad windstorm. It blew, it blew to pieces, but it had been out there for two years. It was only from five below. I'm going to go see if they have more. Yeah, I love it. It's the season for fine rainbow everything, so. That's a. I feel like this comes out June 1st. Really? Let's look. Because if so, we're going to have to. Our Pride episode? No, we're going to do Pride stuff all June. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, not sorry. This week comes out number nine. This is episode 10. This is not June 1st. This comes out the 21st. And then we have the 28th. So not next week, but the following recording will be our June 1st episode. We'll still plan something. Yeah, we'll plan something uh, gay. Really, really gay. I got gay presents today in the car. I forgot. You got gay One presents? One of my friends gave me gay socks and a hair scrunchie. Amazing. I'm so excited. That's I don't exciting. wear socks, but I'm going to wear gay socks. <laughs> I can't wait. I hate socks. It's, yeah. Uh, my toxic trait is that I hate socks. Same. Um, I wear them with shoes because you have to. You have to. If I wear sneakers, right. I will wear so, them. Yeah. Most shoes, you have to wear socks. I, that's why I like ballerina flats. 
And yes. I still like super femme because no socks. Yep. That's why I wear Crocs. Yeah. They're, I'm not gonna... And if it's cold, you get fuzzy Crocs. <laughs> it's... But as soon as I get home, those socks have to come off too. Yeah. Shoes. I might try to hang out with the socks a little and then my feet just feel like they're in a trap. It's to me, it's the equivalent of wearing like a turtleneck. Ooh, yeah. And then put a backpack on mm. with a turtleneck. You're being strangled by a little person. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, I, I went to, I've said this before, I went to Catholic school. One of the only modifications we could make to our uniform was to wear a turtleneck under our uh, short sleeve blouses because it would get freaking cold. Oh my, I did it once because my mom made me. And I was just like, fuck this shit. I hate turtlenecks. But yeah. I feel the same way about socks. I just, I put that way on all clothes though. Yeah, Not it's really hard. I'm just now finding things that are a little more comfortable, but yeah. Your shorts look really comfortable. Um, So this is a romper. <gasps> it's a whole romper. This, this is a whole one piece. Adorable. I Adorable. love it. I was so happy when it got here. I got a cute romper that I'm excited to debut in warm yeah. weather. Ooh. Yeah. And today it's going to be like, what, 87, I think? I didn't even know God, when I got sweater. dressed today uh, what it was going to be, but. Yeah, it's going to be pretty warm today. Stella. Just relax, Stella. No, don't come over here. <laughs> Moose is still where I put him, which is nice. He's still in his, like, don't ever touch a dog. It's like the book if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. If you give my dog a pet, <laughs> you're going to end up with another one in your lap. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. But yeah, that's why. So your, sto- your story there about um, little Leland is why I decided to paint my nails and toenails. I've been still painting my toenails. I never stopped painting my toenails because... I like it, so yeah. why would I? It took me a little bit to get back to painting my fingernails. For a while, I felt like I had to present really like masculine. Yeah, I get that. Uh, it's a whole. It's a whole We've mind, talked about that a mind lot. Fuck, yeah, especially um, in a lot of the communities, like female to male uh, transitioning communities. The norm is like if you're not trying to be hyper masculine and like pass, then like you're not valid. It, you know, every community has toxic you guys, pockets. Like, <laughs> you guys have enough bullshit to deal with. Why add to it? Seriously. It, yeah, it's taken me... It fucking s- sucks. I mean, for me, gender is a journey. I'm never looking for, a, like, okay, I'm done now. Mm-hmm. I've finished gendering. Uh, but, um, yeah, having to navigate those communities and come to terms with myself as being, yes, a, a boy, but a feminine boy. Like, yeah. I would have been... I if, if I had been born as Adam... Mm-hmm. I mean, I was born as Adam, but you know, if my no, parents yeah, had named yeah. <laughs> I get you. I think everybody gets it. I, so. um, I mean, it's such a hard thing to put into words. It is. If, uh, if that had been, uh, I definitely would have been that kid in the kindergarten class with the teachers being like, that little boy is gay. <laughs> and that would have been me. Like femininity was never the problem for me. It was people calling me a girl saying she like i'm a girl (laughs) or like no there was just confusion like around why gender was even important anyway that was the whole thing but Mm -hmm. i'm I'm happy to have my painted fingernails back because it also helps me not bite them oh yeah oh my god the the only reason i have acrylics is because i chew them till they bleed and i did like the full like those are adorable those look like easter eggs i love them they're so (laughs) little easter eggs They made me so happy. Yeah, those pastel colors. And it goes so well with your romper. It does. Everything's Jeez. like... You're so coordinated today. I didn't do anything and with I my hair like... or makeup yet. So like, wait, neck down, I'm great. I, I'm all put together. <laughs> you're fine all together. Neck up, I'm like, please don't look at me today. I'll and get was, there. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to put on this unicorn shirt. I love it. See, you have the coolest <laughs> shirt collection. I love it. I have awesome shorts. You have awesome shirts. Yeah. But, and in the winter, I'm like, I wear like the cute, like printed leggings and shit. So mm. I need... 
I always like the bottom half to be like, for gold. <laughs> I got a nice ass. Let's put it that way, okay? <laughs> I have a nice ass. I'm not afraid to admit it. No, I it's. I think working with patterns is really fun. Mm-hmm. Like a, a pattern bottom or a pattern top and make that the focal. I mean, I'm still really into florals. When I bought this, I thought it was two separate pieces, mm-hmm. which is why I bought it. Cause then I was like, oh, I could get like an orange top to match this. Oh. So I could wear this top and I could wear that top. And then when I got it and it was a romper, I'm like, but listen, I still can, love it. It's fucking awesome. You can still put an orange shirt over that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it just has, you know. I'll get like an orange I have cover so, up of I have so many rompers. I, well, not, not rompers. Because rompers are only short shorts, right? Mm-mm. What if the long the long one is still a romper? I guess it's a jumpsuit. A jumpsuit. Yeah. Never. So I have one that's like just black and white stripey kind of. And I'll put that on and put like a t-shirt on over top. So it looks like the bottom is just pants. So there's so many different ways you can wear fucking rompers. And it's funny because I don't normally look good in a romper. I don't look in, good in rompers or jumpsuits that are all one solid color. Okay. My torso is so long normally. It, it like shrinks it somehow when I put it on. What if it's a full pattern? I haven't tried a full pattern yet, okay. but I've tried the solid colors and I'm like, oh God, no. Cause that's the one I have that I'm excited about for summer. Mm-hmm. It's it's patterned. So yeah, I think I could probably, I'm gonna try one this soon. I think you should, yeah. the all over pattern. This is my horrible obsession with sheet and parchment. Like six <laughs> bottle and sheet. You, you can't, you know, it's hard to beat. I'm like, if I don't like it, it was I feel so bad about it. And I'm not gonna send it back. Maybe someone will want it. I'm the worst at sending things back, but. Or, and um, usually if I buy something I don't like, I find somebody that's like... do. I've gotten a few things. You, yeah, you've there. gotten a couple of shirts where I'm like, eh, I'm just too tall for this. That's no, a good thing I have. That's why I keep my short friends around. <laughs> no. I mean, we're good for certain things. Not... I. The joke in uh, for me is uh, you can hide anything on top of the refrigerator. I will never find it. Christmas <laughs> gifts, go ahead. Throw them up there. I will never know. I do not know what's on top of my refrigerator right now. Don't quiz That's me. That's great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, my kitchen was made by my over six foot tall husband and I can't reach yes, it. Yes, that is evident. You know, the the best place, I mean, so I'm I'm only 5'3", probably been 5'3 for a very long time. <laughs> so everything's too tall for me. Cabinets, even mm-hmm. if it's not your six foot husband building mm-hmm. them. But the only place where I where I felt like, yes, this is all sh- uh, sized for me was our house off base in Japan. <laughs> God, everything was a little. Didn't. Oh my god! Everything was a little lower, and I was like, "This is great. I love this." Oh, I love that for you. Oh my god, that's so funny. I think we only lived there like a year, mm. year maybe not even because we were just waiting for housing on base to open mm. up. Yeah, it was a nice house. That's awesome. I can't even reach like my paper towels without getting on my tippy toes on the window there. Yeah, things just out of reach for me. <laughs> Wait, I have another romper story. Yes. My my boss, when I used to work at the apartment complex, she had this really slick, uh, all black jumpsuit that she would wear. Okay. Um, and it, it looked her, but she'd wear it like every couple of months mm. because when the days that she would wear it and have to go to the bathroom, she'd come out and say, I forget that I always have to take this off completely to yep. go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, that's why I don't wear it to the office. Yes. And then she'd forget a couple months later and wear it again. Wear it. Oh, oh, cracked me up time every time. <laughs> it cracked me up every time. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> so you do have to 
Think about yeah. where am I going in this romper so that I want to get completely So I would naked. never be able to wear, like, I saw a really cute one that I wanted to buy the other day, and I realized why I couldn't wear it, because it was a strapless. So I wouldn't wear a bra with it. Yeah. So then when I go out in public and I have to go to the bathroom, I'm literally naked. Right. I can't do it. <laughs> just, like, I will never buy The fear it. and panic. Uh, absolutely. Oh. I, I, there's, I'm, I'm sure there's more than one, but I remember a webcomic, basically that, like, in a, in a romper, like, I am cute i am sexy i am and then sitting in the <laughs> toilet butt ass naked like butt ass mm. naked, <laughs> there's this one i see advertised on like tiktok and all the time the pant legs are like super big and you take one pant leg off and put both legs through the pant leg and pull it up like a skirt and i'm like okay that's genius i keep wanting to buy it but i i don't know i don't know why i won't so do you i have a question about skirts do you always so you pull the skirt up, you don't pull it down when Depending. you go to the bathroom? That's okay. I have like pencil skirts that are too small, like too tight to pull up around my ass. Okay, that's fair. I mean, yeah. So like those ones I'll pull down. I, it depends for me too. It depends on the floor. What yeah, if it's gross. The situation no, that I'm dealing mm -hmm. with. Or what's the back of the toilet yeah, situation? No. <laughs> I don't know. That's when I just go up over my head. Touching any, yeah, it's like, no, I have I actually. pull it really tight. I actually have it. like pulled the skirt, yeah, all the material forward and held it yeah, in my lap because everything was gross. Everything. Yeah. Did you? Uh, did I show you the skirt that I bought for myself? It's actually a row. You showed me something recently. It's a. It's a black and st with stars yes. all over it. Yeah, because it yeah. kind of looked like one of my Lululemon dresses that I gave you, right? I gave you like a black one with little green outline stars. Yeah. I remember you showed me that one. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I've worn it at least once. So yeah. I'm still waiting for. Where, did you thrift one. that one? I did. Uh, well, technically, it was like, it's a second hand online store. Okay. Yeah. Same difference. Yeah. But something yeah. like Poshmark or Macari or something. Yeah. Like that. Uh, actually, it was Swap. I've been having oh, like I haven't heard that hit, one. it's hit or miss. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Hit or miss in terms of okay, I place my order, but then I wait a long time, and then they're like, oh, this isn't available. This isn't available. This, so it's kind of like. So what they do? Like give it to their friend? I don't. Yeah, like, <laughs> I have no idea. Or like their or their shopping cart system is like that messed up that like once somebody purchases mm. it, if it's in somebody else's cart, it doesn't get knocked out or something. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are dumb. It's 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 fine. It's just like. Well, we'll see what I get. Yeah. <laughs> Will I get everything I wanted? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I did miss out on something real cute, but that's that's how thrifting is, and that's yeah. kind of the thrill of it, to be honest. Did not want this to be another thrifting episode. <laughs> I don't know why my table's like squeaky today. Yeah, I probably should stop leaning on it. I'm having issues with Do you need something tables. to fidget with? I, you know, it's I can funny. find you something to fidget with. Yeah, I might need a fidget. I'm I'm that person who like understands what fidget toys are for, but it's it's another thing in my life that it's like, oh, that's fine for everyone else, but not me. Oh no, I have slime and I keep it They're both very quiet. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense for kids or people who who need that, not realizing, yes, I am also a person who needs that, and it's okay. It's perfectly fine. Um, <coughs> my therapist has. Some, some fidget toys. Oh, they're great. Especially when you want people to start talking. I give them to my yeah. clients when they're getting their hair done, too. That's a good Especially idea. the kids when, they, when they're when they super nervous about getting their hair done for the first time by me. I'd be like, hold on. I go find them something to play with, Play-Doh, something. And I give it to them. And then they just open up and tell me everything. I had this really cool client this week. She's nine and she goes to school with Kyle. They were in preschool together. So I've known her since she was three. I was complaining with her mom about kids their age. <laughs> 
<laughs> these nine-year-olds are honey badgers. She looks up at me and she goes, why don't you just give him the straight face? I was like, what do you mean straight face? She's like, you know, this one. And she just blank stared at me. I was like, that's Amazing. the shit he does to me that pisses me off. Like, That's why you have to do it back. And that's what she said to me. She's like, just do it back. Yeah. I'm like, you're fucking nine. I love you. Okay, I'm taking your advice. Do it. Yeah, you have to. Nine-year-old girls know what the fuck they do. Is up. Oh Listen my God, to nine-year-old girls. Listen. To so them. then like, I was talking more about like, we were trading horror stories of what our children have done to us. And I was talking about how much Kyle actually hates me. And, and she looks up at me and she goes, it's just because you promised you were taking him to Disney and now you're not. I'm like, did he tell you that? She's like, no. What? Excuse me? Is this kid like an oracle? And I just looked at her mom and she's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. This is a new thing that's happened for like four months now. She just tells people things that are going on in their life and she's never heard them talk about it before. Okay, she is an oracle. I want to meet this kid. I don't know if I want to meet this kid. I don't, you may not want to. I might not want to. And I was just like, <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, sweetie, like... What do I do? I just, I can't freaking take him to Disney right now. I, eventually we will. I just can't right now. And she's just like, just start saying yes more. It'll be okay. Fuck you, kid. All right, fine. So, you know, next thing, I, next day, literally, one of his friends is like, can we hang out? Can we do this? Blah, 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 blah. So we, I was like, sure, absolutely. And Kyle's been actually pretty decent. So I do need to be that yes mom. Or, you know, maybe, maybe it's a, maybe she helped you reflect that it's about choosing your battles. And sometimes, like, I wish Kyle would just tell me these things. Mm. He's never going to, because a mom. Just say that. And hearing it from someone his age was just, like, eye-opening of, like, oh, no, yeah, you're right. That's what he needs. Got it. Because I sometimes don't know. He can't, because vulnerability is hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vulnerability. But this little girl is, like... Scary. Yeah, an oracle. Now, being vulnerable is hard when you're that age and you have the father that he has. Oh, absolutely. It's And I, I see it hurting him. I can... We were yesterday with a group of friends and there were some new people. Oh my God, this is the fun... I had the funniest fucking day happen yesterday. So we're at the park and kids that we've not played with, but they're friends of friends, met us at the park too. And the one girl is Kyle's age and openly a lesbian. Kyle like didn't even bat an eye. The girl just, she was, she could tell she was looking for somebody to react. Like she just kept saying it over and over and over out of context. I had nothing to do with what was going on. And she was just, I'm a lesbian. You know, I'm a lesbian, right? Did I tell you I'm a lesbian? Well, right. Nine. No. Oh, nine. Okay. And every time she did, I would just be like, that's like the first time I was like, that's cool. What's your girlfriend's name? Mm -hmm. Nothing like, and she just kept pushing and pushing. And finally, like Kyle was just, we all get it. You like girls, whatever. And he walked away. He actually handled that pretty well, considering what he listens to on the other end of the spectrum. But the little girl was just, she was kind of like put off by that. And then they went and they were playing. And then the girl's mom says to me, she's like, every time she meets somebody new, she does this. We really think she's just looking for attention. And it's hilarious that nobody gives it to her. Yeah. I was like, there's not, I'm a big old active member of the LGBTQIA community. You're not going to get shit from me other than cool. Tell me about it. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, not you. Like, <laughs> you know, especially at that age, it's, it's unfortunately, that's, that's more of the experience that's still being talked about mm -hmm. more so than, than just, uh. Hey, I, I came out and everything was great. It's starting to happen. Everything, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I came out and everything was great, but it's it's still slow building. So there there is sometimes people who kind of anticipate that. I can't tell you about the 
drawing attention part. Yeah, it's just, it was weird. <laughs> but she's you know, nine. The only thing I can think is even negative attention is good attention. And that's, at, you know, yep. so. Saying she's nine, that that's where I was going with it. Is yeah. They just want you to acknowledge it. And I think they're just expecting you to acknowledge it in a negative way. Yeah. And when you don't, they're caught off guard. Like, what? You're not going to tell me I'm not? You're not going to tell me it's just a phase? Yeah. Look, mom, it wasn't a face. <laughs> oh. I made a snake. I like your snake. I'm a snake. Slithery snake. So, oh, I got this really funny story of what happened to me yesterday. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a picture of my snake. So this mom that I made plans with to take all the kids to the park, she has this friend that um, she's always mentioned that I should hang out with her. I would get along with her. We'd be really cool friends. She's a pothead too. All these things. And I, because of social media, I knew of this friend mm -hmm. because she's the wife of my high school boyfriend. Uh, and every time my friend would my bring God. it up, Sorry, I'd be I like, just accidentally ahead. put on a video. <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, continue. Oh That's great. So your ex. Um, so it's my ex's wife. And I've never said this to my friend, but I, I've always just been like, yeah, cool. Maybe one day just skirt it around. I've never just come out and been like, no, thank you. So we're at the park yesterday, me and her, and we're chit-chatting and the kids are playing and, you know, and she looks over and she goes, oh, here comes my friend Michelle, the one I've always wanted you to meet. And I literally, Adam, I'm not fucking kidding you, I died. In that very minute, I'm a ghost right now. I, I just, I looked up and went, I have to fucking tell you something right this second and I have to tell you really, really fast. That's my ex's wife. And she's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, her husband I dated in high school, really bad, ugly situation. Blah, 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 blah. Also, he dumped me for this girl named A, and A turns out to be my husband's cousin. What? And she's Small like, world. what? World. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Do I get up and run? Do I not Does say she... anything and just leave in the next five minutes? Like, I can't do this. Does she know she know you? This Michelle that's walking across? No. But my my friend well, that right. I'm saying this to knows me. Like, yeah. Okay. So I'm still telling her while the other one's walking across the field. Right, right, right. And she's just, I'm like, what do I do? Do I leave? Do I stay? What do I, I don't know what to do here. She's like, oh my God, she's going to think this is hilarious. You have to tell her. You have to stay and tell her. And she's like, if she gets mad, she's going to be the one that has to leave, not you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. So by this point, they're approaching our table. And Bree goes, hey, I want you to Michelle. This is my friend Jackie. Jackie, this is Michelle. Blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, hey, it's nice to meet you. Actually, we're in a lot of the same Facebook groups together. I said, you, you might be familiar with my podcast. And I mentioned the two podcasts that I the one I had and this one here. And she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you post your podcast every Sunday. I listen to your show. I'm like, nice. oh, that's really cool. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate the support. And she goes, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. I was like, cool. So before we go, any further I'm your husband's ex he <laughs> just drops it because I'm like I can't like I can't be friendly with this person knowing I know this information and she just started laughing she's like you're fucking kidding me <laughs> I was like yeah I'm that, that's me <laughs> she's like holy fuck I was like yeah and you know his other ex a and she's like yeah I was like he dumped me for her and then it turns out I found out the week before I got married that that's my husband's cousin <laughs> And she's like, you've got to be fucking shitting me. So we had a good laugh about it. And then we sent him a picture of the two of us together. Nice. And I was just like, at first I was like, no, I don't want to send him my picture. Oh my God, I don't, like, I'll throw up. And then I was like, you know what? No, fuck it. This is actually hilarious. Like, It is. 
Really There's no, it was 20 fucking years ago. I'm over it. I don't fucking care anymore. He was a horrible person then. I hope he's gotten better. He's got two great, beautiful daughters that I hope have a really awesome dad. But then, um, yeah, it was just, it was great. And we sat and talked like, not about him or anything. We talked about kids and the schools and we were all from like the same towns and all this. And then her phone starts going crazy. Don't say anything about me. Don't you dare talk about me. He was having a fucking heart attack. Really? He was having the worst anxiety. And I was just kind of sitting back like, good, I'm glad it's you this time and not me. Because I genuinely don't care. <laughs> it felt so nice to not care. That's great. I think that fire burning thing really helped. I do too. Oh, Have you I, felt yeah. better since? Because now I it's was, been a full week since we were there. Yeah, I was going to tell you. I literally was thinking about it on the drive here. Like, I felt lighter. Like, yeah. almost immediately. And yeah, I just... Like, I still, I, I'm not, like, perfect, and I'm still struggling, yeah. but, yeah, I just feel lighter. This week has been easier. Yeah. It's been, like, and it's, this is one of my hardest weeks of the year. It's Teacher's Appreciation Week, and I'm on PTA duties 24-7 this week. I got through that without a single panic attack this week. That's awesome. I had Tuesday when I was done everything, because Monday, Monday I served breakfast for a couple hours. Tuesday I served lunch for a couple hours. By Tuesday night, I could barely walk. I couldn't get out of the car. Lee had to help me out of the car. I was done, and I was so worried that I was done for the rest of the week. Took a long bath, smoked a bunch of fucking dabs, and I've been okay. But I, I felt good all week. Yeah. Mentally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to the universe. Yeah. Something with the color red's going to happen soon. I don't know what. But awesome. yesterday, Leland and I were in the car, and I'm not kidding you. We were trying to turn onto Route 130 out of the Wendy's parking lot by your house. And every car that passed us was red for like 12 cars. And we pull out of the parking lot and we're at the red light. And literally every car in front of us was red. There was maybe 12 cars in front of, they were all red. And I'm like, all in front of you. Yeah. Something, something red is coming. I don't know if it's good or bad. We'll find out when it gets here. But all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, I get it now. Well, how did you feel about it in the moment? I wasn't worried or scared or like there was no, it was just more one of those like, huh. Just pay attention. Yeah. I'm really glad the weather's been getting nicer because I have been able to get out more in nature. Have you gone to your secret park this week? Yeah, actually, yeah. a few times. Nice. It's just so nice to sit out there, whether because it has like, like a like a beachy part actually, and then when you leave the beachy part, you're in the woods. Okay. So there's so many different things to experience while you're there. I had a, a high thought for you. Okay, I'm yeah, I found it yesterday. Because I'm having a hard time finding examples other than one. But what's something, a fact that you were taught in school that's been disproven? Other than Pluto's a planet. Because it's the only one I can come up with. Pluto. I feel like there should be a lot of things. Probably stuff. I'm sure I read bullshit about the Native Americans. You know what? Yeah. and, And slaves. Yeah. Because I've seen some, I've seen some people posting pictures of textbooks where it's like people from Africa migrated to the Americas and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, they were enslaved and forced over to the Americas. Like, yeah, it's uh, the way they word things is so manipulative. Lee Lee was like, Columbus discovered America. Bang, that's it. He did not. (laughs) He's like, that's the only one. (laughs) 
Yeah. That was the only one he could come up with. I got Pluto, he got Columbus. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure we all read things that we didn't realize were actually like Colonial, nationalistic yeah. propaganda. Colonized. And yeah, exactly. And just like whitewashed and minimized. So even though I can't think of specific examples, like I know for sure like that happens to me. Is that something that's been disproven? Did people just think? Oh yeah, you're, I'm sorry. Or I were they on, lying to I us? went on a whole tangent with that. That was not that's okay, but no. That's, that's okay. We're just going, you know. <laughs> it's where my brain went, though, for some reason. I went there right with you. It's okay. <laughs> you I did. followed. You were along for the down journey. the goddamn you were yellow like, brick sure. road. Like, <laughs> no, we weren't. We weren't on. The, we, we diverted from we the, took the red brick road, road that nobody talks about in the movie. <laughs> The brick road less traveled. You know what the end one is? The spiral. Yes. I took that red one. I want to go that way. (laughs) I really can't. See, there's the color right again. Fuck. Oh, you said it. You said it. And it is in that movie. So it's not like you just made it up. So yeah, disproven. (laughs) I'm sure there's something like mathematical that's probably been disproven. But nothing that the common public... Like you'd have to be a mathematician to know that it's been disproven. They're like, no, actually... Yeah, I don't think there's any like basic math or basic thoughts that have been disproven. But it was a good question that somebody asked me. It was. I'm going to keep thinking on it because I'll probably come back to it. This stuff is... Isn't that great? Kinetic sand, man. The tits. I know. Never knew. It used to be pink and purple. Well, we mixed the colors. Color. It's fuchsia. I love it. I'm in love with this color. (laughs) No, that shit's great. I I thought I was gonna hate the texture. No, but it's one of the few that I like. Jesus Christ. And I, I had kinetic sand before it was cool to have kinetic sand. Like mm-hmm. I ordered it off of some weird like wish app yeah. like 15 years ago. And my nephews who are in their 20s remember that I had this bucket of the shit that I would not share with anybody. Mm-hmm. And it only came in like sand color. Yeah. You couldn't get it I in. I remember, yeah. Yeah. Because we sold it at Joanne's. Uh, yep, but that was like, I've always been in love with kinetic sand. I want to make, I have a 3D printer and I want to learn how to make stuff on my 3D printer because I want to print out one of those turtle sandboxes for kinetic sand with the lid just have them like sitting around for people to just pick up oh my god yes or like the little crab do you know the crab sandbox yes I just did the crab dance I ASMR that's just (laughs) (laughs) you just gave me such a wave of nostalgia talking about those fucking sandboxes oh my god oh did you have a little red wagon yeah. Why did we all have little red wagons in the early 90s? My kids have them too. Because <laughs> I had one. They had Every one. single person. It's one of the few toys that I do remember having. We I remember to... all my outside toys. I don't remember my inside toys. That's interesting. I used to sell but I used to sell Girl Scout cookies out of the wagon because that was when you would carry them with you. And That's so cute. Sell them right then and there. I just the think like a, having a wagon is just common practice for any household with children. They're very convenient. When Leland was going from a stroller and Kyle, both of them, when they went from stroller to walking with me, you needed something as backup. It's amazing that you think of these things. Well, I, you know, being a mom, having children just makes it like you don't spend 24-7 thinking of what do I have to do for my children? But you thought to bring the wagon in case... Oh yeah, no, because I'm not carrying that fucker. He's heavy. That's fair. That is strictly selfish reasons. No. That's fair. But like, I'm disabled and my parents never did shit like that for me. Aww. So that's why. Sorry. <laughs> that's why I think about things. And I'm just Aww. really glad you're a good mom. You 
like, you know, yeah, try really but, hard. Uh, <laughs> I hope my kids know that I try really fucking hard. We went to, when I was a kid, this was even before JD was born, so I had, I was seven or eight. We went to Disneyland in um, California because mm-hmm. we were in Arizona. We were living in Arizona. Anyway, we were walking around Disney all day, you know, and it's getting, cl- and it's getting close to night. And I, the way I used to tell as a kid, like this is the way I formulated, like when I would know, I wouldn't be able to walk soon because my, my ankle would start, my foot and my ankle would start hurting and then the, the pain would start rising up through my calf and then get to my thigh. And I'm like, uh, someone's gonna need to carry me soon or I need to stop doing activity, right? So I'm trying to tell my parents, I'm trying to tell my dad, I'm like, pain's getting up to my knee and I need, I'm, I'm really in a lot of pain. I need you to carry me. And he wouldn't fucking carry me. He wouldn't fucking carry me. And then the pain got to my knee and I collapsed. I literally collapsed. So he then he had to carry me and he was pissed. I couldn't imagine watching my child in pain and not wanting to do something. Like, I, I've been there. I have this scar on the back of my right hand. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. But like, my kid broke his leg with his uncle. I wasn't even there. And I heard over the phone that there was anything wrong. All right, I'm on my way. I'll do anything it takes. Like, I can't imagine being our parents' generation who were like, walk it off or yeah, just, just keep going. I feel or... like he just always thought I was exaggerating or making it up or trying to be lazy and like not walk. And I'm like, I'm in a lot of pain. Like, obviously I put up with it enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was And the fact like that you had to put up with it because that just means as it wasn't as that bad. I'm sure when you were younger than that, you would probably say like, this part is hurting or, or, or smaller yeah. areas. And you learned how to cope yeah just while in that much pain to that level knowing what's coming next oh fuck i've never had a pain-free day like in my entire fucking life i don't know what that feels like (laughs) so i've been doing physical therapy some people because it's it's not like a big space so if someone's right next to you on the bike and they're asking the their physical therapist is asking someone questions like obviously you're going to hear and some people they're like so they always ask you what's what's your pain today what's the number hate the numbers zero to ten i'm glad they started putting faces that was helpful the faces because like my what i think is this number might be somebody else's i've learned that when i was saying oh like a three like other people would be like nine or eight i'm like oh (laughs) yeah same it hit me like that too (laughs) so but some people are in there and they're like oh what's your pain today and they're like oh it's zero i'm like what i would what i would give for a zero day like (sighs) I like, cry thinking about it. Because <laughs> even even smoking, like even right now, it's less. I've my body has relaxed. There's still pain that is there. Yeah. That's just not gonna go anywhere. I was in second grade the first time somebody took me seriously and took me to a doctor because I was in pain. Because I physically couldn't walk. And I was just screaming. It, I had fallen roller skating. Now I had already had been diagnosed with psoriasis as a very young kid. So there's a sign that there's autoimmune issues. I can tell you I've never once made it to the first day of school because I would throw up because of anxiety. There were plenty of signs that things were not okay with me. I complained all the time that things hurt and felt out of place. And I was in second grade, so what's, that's seven, seven, eight years old. Yeah. The first time my mom finally took me for any x-ray or anything to find out that I had no cartilage in my knee. Oh my God. Already, that's how bad the arthritis had taken over in my body. And then, do you know what she did after that? 
nothing. Yeah. It wasn't until I was in college and I fell again on my knee and had to go get, I fell at work. So my work sent me, cause I wouldn't have gone cause I've been trained not to. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was in college and working at, for the YMCA and I fell at the Y and they sent me to go to workman's comp and get x-rays and make sure everything was okay. Cause it really swelled up, it got really bad. And they took x-rays and they're like, did you know you don't have cartilage in your knee? And I was like, yeah, since I was in like second grade. They're like, that's not normal. Yeah. I still didn't listen. It wasn't until I was 28 and literally facing living in a wheelchair that I finally went to a doctor. I was like, I, there's well, something I guess, really wrong. I guess there's something wrong. Like, I'm always yeah. in pain, but I just thought that was supposed to be life. Exactly. They're like, what? No, that's not life. You're, no, you're not supposed to hurt like that. I agree with that sentiment. It's crazy what what they did to us. <laughs> they suck. Absolutely. I've never talked about that out loud and I feel so much better now that I did. Good. I've never told Lee anything i've told the disney story before <sighs> but it's always like this embarrassing thing that happened to me no. that's how i tell it in the past now i'm telling it like oh that was actually like traumatizing that yeah was like yeah, it was embarrassing child, it was borderline <laughs> child abuse traumatic. being neglected borderline child abuse like jesus christ and it wasn't when i was 28 and finally went and got diagnosed kyle had just finally started living with us yeah Having the opportunity to take care of another human being in that capacity, who's completely vulnerable, completely reliant on me and my existence, and how the fuck could I possibly let anything else happen to him when I realized, oh shit, I need to take care of me. Yeah. Nobody's done that for me. You really fucking need to look into the internal family system. I have been. I've been reading about it this week. Because I was like, you know who else is vulnerable and needs you? Yep. Your inner child. Your inner self. But it took... That I'm so glad that you can see that you need it because I don't I don't think without kids I would still know that that's what I need. I I would still be killing. I'd probably be dead right now. Honestly, the depression from the pain would have yeah. killed me. It's people don't realize how heavy that pain related depression mm-hmm. is. The body keeps the score. Oh, that's yeah. also the title of a book that I keep trying to read, but it's so hard to read. <laughs> But there's, there's so, and there's other people too who have written on the topic that, you know, your anxiety, your depression, your anger, anger. especially oh, your anger. anger, if you hold that, your body is going to feel it. Yep. And I'm just learning yeah. how to let it go. I, I still am angry about a lot yeah. of it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. Good. Here's, here's what you need to figure out because once I heard this, um, it really helped me. Anger is a secondary emotion. Okay. So what's under that? What's not being treated or seen or heard? What are you really feeling that's triggering your anger, that that angry part of you to come in and try to protect you from what you're really feeling? Yeah. So yeah, your protector part is coming out and making you angry. Underneath that, your yourself is actually feeling sad, disappointed. Once you once you start to Mm. unravel that, what's under it, you can start to heal. If it's a person, you start talking to that person. If it's something in your own self, you can start to work on that part. But anger teaches us a lot. 
mm-hmm. about ourselves. And I find it very disappointing that a lot of people, especially feminine people, women and femmes, are told not to express their anger. Oh, absolutely. Even in a safe oh, space. Oh, I was taught not to show any emotion. That I was, yeah. I was too emotional. The last conversation I had with my father, I remember speaking the words of, I know you think I'm an overly emotional person, mm-hmm. but maybe you're just a cold-hearted bastard. Good for you. Good for you. It's so ridiculous. Like, I, I have I talked to you about Brene Brown and the and her uh, study on vulnerability? No. Well, gonna have <clears throat> to lend you some books or just link you some things to read, but just Brene Brown literally studied vulnerability in people, concluded that we see vulnerability as a, as a weakness, but it's actually a strength. People who are more vulnerable in their lives are happier and more content and feel free than the people who hold it in. And you know, the things the things that we already know that can happen to our bodies and our minds. She's really, she's been really good to, to read and watch. She had a couple of TED videos. She's, she's most known for the TED video where TEDx, whatever, it doesn't matter. And she was so vulnerable. She just put herself completely out there on stage because she was like, oh, this is like a crowd of 10,000 people, whatever. Maybe less. That's a big number for a crowd. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. A crowd of Where 10 would come? be pretty big for me. Right now. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I'm a couple hundred. I have numbers We're high. just floating. <laughs> yes, also, I'm high. <laughs> anyway. So she was like, it's fine. Then, like, the next day or the next... Whenever it came out, it gets, like, 500, 1,000 watchers on YouTube or on their website, you know? And so she fucking panics. She's like, I was so vulnerable. She, like, went into, like... Yeah, it just, like, freaked her the fuck out. And then she just continued to write on it and talk about it. I think if it wasn't for that, and honestly, if it wasn't for my current therapist, I, I wouldn't know either that I needed to do this kind of work with my inner inner child yeah as it were yeah I would have never thought hearing you talk about it helps me realize that I need to it, it right. really does and it encourages me more to continue and I do that with my kids too like you do yeah <laughs> selfishly Leland wants his nails painted absolutely let's do it right this second because we were never allowed to paint our nails when we were kids because my mm. dad didn't like the smell of it Wow. Like, there's not other rooms in the house that you can go to? No. We were never allowed to paint our nails as little kids. (laughs) Even when I was in high school, I had to paint them outside. If I wanted to paint it, I had to go outside because the smell would have destroyed it. It could be four o'clock in the afternoon. He's not going to be home till eight. We could not paint our nails in the house because he'll come home and be mad. What are, like, what is the story, bro? Right? So, like, what's the point? Right. What's the point of being so mean to your kids? <laughs> Suck it up for a couple hours if it smells like look acetone and get over it. I mean, c- certain smells <laughs> trigger me too, like migraines, whatever. So yeah, I might like obviously. Right. If it's gonna cause you pain or gonna, whatever, I'd still try to find an alternative. Like, can you go in yeah. that room? Open a window. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would never just say no. No, I just couldn't do it. It was my, they're stupid. It's just control. It's really just control. I find that there's, when I was working in education, and I mean, from also my own experiences as a student, but it's different when you see it from the other side as an adult in education. So, you know, there, there was definitely a, a two major groups of teachers, the ones who were really there to teach and work with kids and like, or their love of the subject matter. And the other group who just wanted a fucking power trip. Mm-hmm. They wanted control Absolutely. over little control people 
Yeah. And um, those were the, uh, the most ineffective teachers that I worked with. And yeah, and, and obviously from my own childhood, I can look back and say those were the teachers who were the most ineffective in my life. Maybe that's also true of parents. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but I just feel like our generation was raised by a lot of the same, like, what the hell happened? I think maybe they were the last generation that were told that in order to be successful, you have to have a family. We we have been hearing different messages like, it's okay if you choose to never have kids mm-hmm. you or you know single single parent families are cool or like um but mostly i want to go with the message of it's okay if you don't have kids because yeah i feel like our parents that was still widely yeah. like okay you you know you maybe go to college but you definitely you meet someone you settle down you get married you have a career you, you have kids mm-hmm. the white picket fence blah 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 like i think that was more ingrained in them so whether they truly wanted a family and children or not they were gonna do it yeah. because that's what families and society expected. And then what do you do if you don't want kids for the sake of having them and experiencing children and raising mm-hmm. the next generation? What do you do? Do you treat them like employees? Maybe so. <laughs> Little employees that, okay, well, at least I'll have someone to clean the house and, and that's, the lawn. That's and... how we were raised in my house. Absolutely. Well, did I just unlock something? No, I've known that for <laughs> That, yeah. that hasn't, like, I've known that was wrong for a long fucking time. Yeah, absolutely. That one just... But I was thinking also about uh, when I was doing the summer camp, mm-hmm. Girls Rock Philly summer camp. And so I was with my band, mm-hmm. which of course is a, a guitarist, a bassist, a keyboardist, a drummer, and, you know, whoever wants to sing. Anyway... And you're the drummer? No, 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 because I'm oh. coaching kids. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm sorry. This is a kid's summer camp, so... I'm I'm the band coach. Gotcha. I help them. You probably said that. I feel like I did talk about this before. I don't think I need. I mean, not. To. <laughs> I feel like both conversations are going to combine right now. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm Hold. excited to hear all about it. <laughs> so no. Okay. So the drummer start. Everyone's warming up, and the drummer starts like going, like you know. Uh, and there was someone. There was another adult in the room who was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not so angry." And I'm like. Why not angry? If that's yeah. how that child is feeling, let them express themselves. Uh, uh, yeah, again, so Girls Rock Philly is for girls, but also gender non-conforming and trans kids. So it's really cool and accepting. This this child happened to be a cis girl. So yeah, like you're going to tell a girl, you're going to tell a girl not to express her anger and what I thought was such a like open, uh, free space of... Uh, creative expression and I was just like no go for it (laughs) if that's how you're feeling do it there was another situation where like I I worked with two bands and the other band the vocalist was singing like kind of low and quiet Mm -hmm. and like this kind of and people kept trying to tell her to go be louder or or you know project more and i'm like what if this is how she wants her fucking vocals to sound in this yeah. song like that could be a creative choice that child is making and you all need to stop talking like especially like because they get to record uh their song which is really cool so even in the recording they kept telling her to speak up and it's like for one she's right next to the microphone so the microphone's picking her up for two maybe that's how she wants it to sound that's a vibe like not really being able to hear the lyrics is something is a creative choice that many vocalists make yeah mumble rap 
is perfect example. Valid. Yeah, like it's just yeah. So I had some frustrations overall. Like I don't, I'm not trying to trash talk because I love Girls Rock Philly and mm-hmm. I love being a part of it and doing it. But it was just sometimes, sometimes I just feel like I have to, like, I just can't help myself. Like, just uh, help these kids and, and, and well, try to... Well, if you don't, who's gonna? Right, because I, I, I try to just remind people, like, this is about the kids and, mm-hmm. like, being an empowering experience for them. It's kind of not really about the end result. The song is, like, whether it's quote-unquote good or bad to whatever metric that is, but yeah. for me, that's not the point. Did the kids, do the kids feel good about themselves? Do they feel good about what they were able to do in one week, by the way? Just one week. Yeah. Did the adults working with these kids understand, like, not just about... I think, yes, but I think some some newer people Mm. to the the program are still, like, holding on to some... Gotcha. Because everyone that's working there is a musician or is an artist. Mm. And so they have been taught things like, this is how you play, uh, you know, this chord and this song progression and it's verse, verse, chorus, verse, verse, and trying to, to remind people like, we're not, we're, we're teaching kids, yes, how to play their instrument, but it's how they want to play their instrument. Here's some basics. What do you want to do with it? And, but that it's hard. I understand that it's hard to get out of and even, and, and even the person that I said was like, oh, not so angry. It's, it's an unlearning process for everyone. And I never want to, you know, I know that I still have room to grow and learn in my life. I understand that other people need to as well. I just talked a whole bunch. I'm sorry. You made a fidget spinner. I made a fidget I had to take a fidget <laughs> or, or a butt. I don't know. It's a cat butt. Because these are the legs and that's the tail. Wait, I didn't tell you. Or did I tell you? The the cat that I'm sitting is that, that I sent yeah, you a you picture, a picture. Of? Okay, but did I tell you that it has more digits on its... I've never met. I know they exist, of yeah. course, but I've never actually seen one. And I was just like, oh, your paws are so... Thankfully, she's like really loving and, and, oh, that's and gentle. So, but yeah, she has like two extra on the one and, and claws too. Oh and then on the other, it's one more extra. And she's just on the floor and it's so cute. She's ASMR. so cute. Yeah, <laughs> she could. I should tell her owners, listen, you could have a very lucrative YouTube channel Absolutely. for ASMR of your cat's claws. Oh, she's really cute. She's great. She's I, precious. I love being a cat sitter. It sounds like so much fun. I mean, there was the cat that hated me. The, that's We've moved happens. on. We've moved on. You got paid. I survived. Yeah. <laughs> I survived. We, we we all made it through. I felt bad for that cat, too, because clearly she was stressed out that I wasn't her human, you know, and, and it really was like the longer that I would sit there, the more like, you know, you just felt that energy mm-hmm. of like, she's stressed. And I'm like, I'm not doing her any favors yeah. either by being here. So but no, we worked it out. But otherwise, it's like, yeah, I'm getting paid to play with cats. <laughs> like, who can, who wouldn't be mad about that so you know hire me hire me if you have pets <laughs> so i can play with them how do we hire you oh i'm on i'm on rover can we search your name you can or i can also send you a link where you'll get 20 dollars off your booking so you should right, email us yeah great ideas podcast great gmail. ideas podcast at, at gmail. gmail.com please understand that my phone just automatically knows and i don't have to remember these things anymore. <laughs> Oh, I'm so fucking wasted. It's so great. My tagline on Rover is Cat Whisperer. Let them love me. Oh my god. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like so much fun. I'm enjoying it. I gotta, you know, do something. I have a good time babysitting guinea pigs. That's a thing. Not like professionally. Okay. 
but I've had several different people in my life have guinea pigs and whenever they go on vacation they come here and I have so much fun I don't want to own one no they seem like a lot of work and like I love my dogs and my cat but I don't want to go hang out with strangers dogs and cats and I love my friends dogs and cats but not knowing the personality and how they're gonna be and like that scares the hell out of me so it's awesome that you can do it yeah, I yeah, I guess I just really love cats and I and like I'm my a cat, cat slut. I don't know. I don't know. My cat is not a normal cat. I could go away for like six days and she'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, some of these cats like they meet me at the door. They're so happy to yeah, see a human. I don't human. have a cat like that. Yeah, <laughs> and I know people that do have cats like mm-hmm. that. That they really crave that. My cat could care less. We could we could not be here. Just as long as somebody puts food in a bowl. Yeah. I feel like I've just had, I've had so many cats in my life that, and I've ran or, or been or lived with people with cats, whatever. And they've all had a wide variety of personalities. Mm. So I'm just like ready for any situation. Any cat that comes my way, it's like, okay, you don't, I don't have to touch you. We don't have to make eye contact. So just. No, <laughs> I'd be the idiot that walks in and goes, oh, kitty. No, you can't do that. <laughs> You can't do that to any cat, Mm -hmm. even the friendly ones that are like interested. And then you do that and they're like, bye. (laughs) And I know better, but I would still do it. Still do it. I would be so excited and overwhelmed and just be like, yay. (laughs) Yeah. No, not a good strategy to make a cat love you. (laughs) (laughs) Or dogs. And and I'm the idiot that would do it with dogs too. (laughs) I've I've learned my lesson actually. Um, Not on purpose. I... There's a German Shepherd down the end of my block. And I was walking my kids to school one day. I see this German Shepherd every day. I've pet this German Shepherd. I've loved all over this dog. The fucking dog jumped the fence and bit me. Are you serious? This was la- not this past fall, the one before. Got the back of my arm. Thank mm. God I had my car heart on. Yeah. Because I still bruised. It still hurt. Oh, yeah. But he had my car heart, not me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, ever since that, I'm like, nope, that dog's cool over there. Thank you very yeah, much. Stay on that side of the street. I don't walk yeah. down that end of the street. If I do, I go out into the street and make, like, a big, like, circle around type thing. I won't go close to that fence. I don't, any dogs now. I won't go if their fence is right up on the sidewalk. First of all, there's an ordinance in the state of New Jersey. It's supposed to be three feet away from the sidewalk. Mm. But I think that's only for new construction. So if there are fences really close, I don't, I'll go out in the street. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I, like, oh, I, just, I thought, I just thought like, I think another reason is from when I worked at the apartment, it had to do inspections. I met a whole bunch yeah. of different animals. So I think that also helps like just walking in a stranger's house. I mean, not, just, yeah. you know. No. But yeah, the funniest thing to do with dogs actually that, you know, think they're big and bad and just, you know, bark real loud. When I, when I would walk into to those apartments, I'd be like, you're doing such a good job. <laughs> good job defending your house and your people oh you're so good and they would just be like saying I'm a good boy but yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to be a big scary boy <laughs> yeah completely <laughs> disarms a dog I'm telling you I love just it I'm try it start have you seen yeah, the new Guardians of the Galaxy yet no no oh fuck <laughs> no I don't know if we're gonna see it in theater but oh it's I'm, I'm nervous me who it. doesn't go to the movie theaters but it's all no, in the theaters I know but honestly like what I'm worried about is the animal cruelty I'm totally with you there yeah I can I, I, I can yeah so I, there, I yeah, there was tissues there was yeah and I just don't think I need that on the big screen I'm Mike and I are both luckily I didn't remember it until just now I'm sorry <laughs> but no I, I didn't know what to I'll say. be able to move past it again that's not gonna be a big thing but like do you want some kinetic sand no <laughs> <laughs> no that's how good of a movie it was is that right. I was able to not be stuck on that for long 
it, it does move quickly. I, I think I have to wait though. To be but honest. even when you watch it at home, I'll be ready. It'll, it'll be hopefully a quick turnaround for you too. Yeah, I hope so too. Because I just I don't like I especially don't like being surprised. This this may sound stupid, but I watched John Wick not knowing what happens. I haven't watched John. I have no idea. Then don't. I don't know. There's a there's a puppy. Yeah. Like that. And no one that I was watching the movie with thought to like tell me anything about it and I, I it happened and I'm like what? They're like oh you didn't know I'm like you knew? You knew something about this movie that was tra- traumatizing and didn't think to tell well, me? Thanks for the heads up because like, I think that's on our plans to watch I, soon. Yeah don't. Oh, Unless man. you're prepared No now that I'm prepared I, you know, I might I don't think that they like show anything really. Okay but for me, even then, like, the implication <laughs> was enough. I did think they do show dog and that. I can't. Just can't. It's just too much. See, um, I... It's funny. I don't know how. I don't watch TV a lot. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't do a lot of research on movies because I don't go to the movie theaters. Yeah. So I was... So I didn't know anything about this movie going into it. Other than it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh. I know my, one of my friends said it was uh, kind of horror-inspired. Yeah. Little Sam Raimi, maybe, from, yeah. from Doctor Strange. Yeah, definitely. That kind of vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was it was great, though. It was a great movie. All right. I had a good time with it. But there's there's a cute dog in it that you'll like. The dog didn't die. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Jackie, don't do no. this to me. No, no. <laughs> Somebody tells the dog that they're not a good boy. That's so mean. And literally, the dog has, like, equivalent of a thought, dog thought translator from up. So the dog speaks. Yeah. Okay. And she, she goes, tell me I'm a good dog. And this is like an ongoing thing through the whole movie. Every time we see this dog and the human together, they're fighting over, but I am a good dog. <laughs> and then I'm not taking it back. And the do- But at the end of the movie, it ends with, you're a good dog. Aww. And the dog is so happy. Oh my God, dog. <laughs> it was so cute. Like, that's what I took out of this movie. <laughs> Okay, well, that, that alone has nothing to do with the main storyline at all. When this movie like comes out or whatever, if someone could do a super cut of just those scenes, that's the version of the movie that's I'll all watch. You say. Guardians was great. It yeah. was all about a puppy. Yep, puppy. Yeah, good was dog. Great. He was a good dog. <laughs> it was, oh man, it, it was great. <laughs> that's all I took from the movie. Perfect. I also was sucking on my, uh, my uh, mini unicorn my dad machine <laughs> oh yeah for sure because <laughs> i you know anxiety kicked in yeah. and it was hilarious because we're sitting there i wasn't having a panic attack everything's fine but i realized all the lights in the whole theater were on and we couldn't see the screen and every, there's like maybe 12 of us in the whole theater because it's a monday morning at 11 o'clock in the morning yes and everybody's That's looking funny. at everybody else and we're all like are on and they're almost over. I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. I got up, I went and got somebody. I'm like, you get the lights in there, boy. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, they come running down the hall. Whoopsie. They turn the lights off, I walk in, and I got this big, like, cheer from everybody. Yeah. They're like, not all heroes wear kids. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. And the whole thing. And then I said, like, as soon as it went dark, I'm like, panic. You're like, oh wait, I didn't actually want that. My smoke now. <laughs> 
So, on that note, everything is a great idea when we're high. It's true. Just this kinetic sand is a great I'm, idea. I'm like in watching it. When I'm high. Watching it fall. I never knew this is what I needed. I'm, I'm definitely going to officially invest in some. Just go to Five Below. It's like $3. Yeah, I'm going to go to and get some things because, again, I only use them when I'm at my therapist's office. Yeah. Why? 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 They have an entire aisle at Five Below of just fidget stuff. I want to go like right now. Wait, I have to go somewhere. Where do I have to go? I have to go to Tractor Supply. We can hit up Five Below if you want to go to Tractor Supply. Yes. Fuck yeah. I got to be back by 1.30. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's wrap this show up. All right, so anyway. So, yeah, we got to run. We just figured out our plans because, yeah, this is is how we really are. And (laughs) this is real life. This is how literally we go. Okay, goodbye. Say hi. And then we make these plans. (laughs) But we're doing it on air today. I love it. So, yeah, all the social medias, all the... Usually your great ideas podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Talk with me on Discord, please. Yeah, let's get on I'm Discord. so lonely. God, I'm so did I, we didn't did you put up from last week yet? Yeah. Yeah, come talk. I made like I made individual discussion posts for each episode. So whatever I put while like a, you're listening and you're like, hey, I want to say this here about just, this. Just episode. say it. We'll know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I, I put like a you had to put something like the title of the discussion and then like what it's about. I couldn't just leave it blank. So I I did put like a prompt or a question, but you don't have to answer that. No, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good time. <laughs> um, it's just. A thought, but if there was something else in the episode that you want to mention and talk about, yes, please, please do. do that. Even if like we're best friends and you text me it all the time, like could you like go get on can our you, Discord and do that? That's gonna be our response from now on. Okay, can you put that you comment on Discord? Or I'm just gonna copy paste it. I'll reply. And tag you. I'll reply to you on Discord. I'm not responding <laughs> yeah. to this text message. I will only respond on Discord. We're gonna write up an automatic response that we both send. Thank you for messaging. Right. Say your thing. Okay, everyone. Stay high.